0: For your listening pleasure, this is the Jagatti Podcast Experience. Hey, and thanks for tuning in to episode 5 of the Jugatti Podcast Experience. I am your host, Joe Gigotti, along here with Mickey on Vox. Yo, yo. Hey, and this week we are counting down the top 10 things we would like to bring back from the 90s. Bring them back. But before we get to that, we're going to talk about Ghostbusters yet one more time. We're
1: gonna we're gonna finish that little we're gonna close that loop.
0: Um, so you we were just talking about this right before we started recording this. You said that there was um, something that they were talking about about the character that. Um,
1: yeah. So essentially, uh, Leslie Jones. Um, a lot of people were saying that her portrayal, at least in the trailer, seemed. Uh, racist kind of uh she's the token black oh my lord jesus character in it and uh leslie uh responded that you know why can't just a regular person uh be a ghostbuster um and just my opinion on it um i see what she's saying that you know i we don't live in a world where there aren't people like that so i can understand her saying that you know an mta worker would just be like her character but when it comes to a movie when you look at the 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 big picture of a movie you have to see how this character is you know compared to everyone else in the movie so you know who's to say that you know there isn't like a handful of black people in in the movie that aren't you know kind of uh doing what she's doing in the trailer and it is a trailer this isn't the whole movie so i can see her argument with it but from what we've seen you know it's like uh it's not you know the equivalent to uh Uh, Ernie Hudson in the original uh, Ghostbusters.
0: Okay, so here's my issue with it, because I've seen the new preview. Have you seen it?
1: No, I'm not watching it. Okay, so
0: there's an extended preview. I just watched it when I was watching Batman vs. Superman last night at the movie theater, Ooh. where she does make a comment about her being black in the preview. So she jumps off the stage, and everyone moves out the way, and she hits the ground, and then she asks, did you guys move because I'm black? (laughs) <laughs> or was it because i was a woman so to say it's not a stereotypical black role and then to make a black joke in there i think is a little hypocritical uh i
1: i, I could still see how she's saying i mean i could see a person doing that i don't know well oof, uh <laughs> actually i don't know actually thinking about it uh i'd have to see the trailer but that, yeah that seems kind of uh, it's like, yeah. yeah, You should totally say that in this part now It's like, uh,
0: okay Yeah, to bring that joke in there You know, it's
1: It does, when you re-say it, it sounds kind of ina- inth- inauthentic
0: Yeah, it is it is what it is um, But you know what? enough of that I'm tired of talking about the Ghostbusters I don't want to talk about it anymore We're going to count down the top 10 things from the 90s Top 10 things from the 90s that we want to bring back We want to bring it back We want to bring it back Number 10. This one is uh this one's mine. All right. What what is it? Crystal Pepsi. Uh, I actually have never had Crystal Pepsi at all. I absolutely love Crystal Pepsi. I've had it. Any chance that I can get I think there was a soda machine by me and it was great out the can and they've recently brought it back in um a contest where you can win Crystal Pepsi and there was something like I think it was like 10,000, 20,000 people that can win a six-pack of Crystal Pepsi. Unfortunately, I didn't win. But if you check out Taste of the Goods at YouTube.com slash Jagatti ENT, we did try the Crystal Pepsi. I did have to pay $20 for it on eBay (laughs) from somebody. And just to bring up that point, I paid $20 to drink Crystal Pepsi, and there was 20,000 people that entered this contest, or more, only 20,000 won, that were interested in Crystal Pepsi. And they're demanding that it come back on the shelves permanently or at least, you know, a seasonal thing. So what are you interested in checking out the Crystal Pepsi for? Are you someone who wants to actually try it just to see what it was or?
1: Oh, yeah, I definitely uh, give it a shot. I mean, I can't see me hating it. The idea of, you know, Crystal Pepsi, when you say it out loud, seems like kind of uh, sounds kind of strange coming off the tongue, coming off the tongue. Did you see what I just said there? (laughs) Uh, But uh, you already told me this video isn't uh real but i saw a video of a guy who allegedly bought like a bottle of a uh, crystal pepsi uh that was like made in the 80s or something like that and he's like man i finally got it and his friend who's like recording he's like well what are you gonna do he's like i'm gonna drink it and he's like dude that came out in, like 84 he's like don't worry don't worry about it so he like drinks it he like takes like a big chug from it and then he immediately starts like spray vomiting from it it's the funniest thing i think i've ever seen but um, it would be nice to actually try like fresh, uh, or as fresh as soda can get.
0: Yeah. It was, it's something I definitely enjoyed. Uh, did you like any other crystal or not crystal Pepsi, regular Pepsi variations? I know some people are now trying to get uh, Pepsi blue back and that's something I actually hated.
1: I mean, I mean, I'm not a huge, like, uh, uh, Soda kind of like enthusiast or like a snob. I mean, I I I'm one of those people that I I mean I, I'm not really Coke or Pepsi. Just give me one of the two colas or whatever. So, um, I mean I like Mountain Dew Code Red. I mean I thought that was pretty neat. I like for them to bring that back actually.
0: Uh, uh, don't they have the orange sometimes seasonally during. Uh I think it's during summer. They have the orange one seasonally.
1: Yeah. No, I do remember Pepsi Blue now because they had that commercial with the guys, uh, Sev, that song,
0: first you say, whoa, then you say,
1: <laughs> yes, there we go.
0: Yeah. It, to me, it didn't taste like Pepsi at all. It was just, um, some, it tasted like blue, you know, if, if that's a thing, you know, <laughs> it like, like the color blue, like the Sunny D commercial, like, oh, to get some of that purple stuff.
1: So i tell you what, Joe would, he would, uh, he would open it. He would take a drink of Pepsi Blue and besides hearing that Sev song, um, Shout out to the guys 7 I'm like promoting them Right now uh, Besides hearing their song You would just hear That uh, Eiffel 65 song oh, Play man. all day On a non-stop loop And just like I can't have Pepsi Blue Anymore
0: Oh uh, that's not from the 90s But uh, I would definitely Bring that back Eiffel 65 <laughs> I would listen to I that I think that was 99 loop. I think Was it 99 You know so. what It was 99 Because uh, that's when I first met my wife When we were younger Oh uh, We've been together forever I swear uh, I'm only 31 We've been together Since we were uh, that young And and that was my first Christmas gift that she gave to me, was the Eiffel 65 CD. That's how you know. <laughs> <laughs> if All your right.
1: girlfriend gets you <laughs> Eiffel 65, that's the one.
0: If she can put up with me listening to it over and over again, that's how you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go down to number nine. Number nine, and this one is, uh, you know, from both of us. Uh, this is Black Television. Uh, not necessarily black entertainment television, but
1: black television in general. Uh, let me uh try to elaborate a little bit on that one. Back in the '90s, you had like at least six solid, like majority, like uh, mostly black casted TV shows. You had like Martin. You had um, Smart Guy. You had Family Matters. You had uh, Sister Sister. You had My Brother and Me. My you, cousin Skeeter. Cousin Skeeter. Yeah, Cousin Skeeter. I was like, dude, if I can't name six after saying six, (laughs) I'm in so much trouble. Sinbad, Sinbad, the Hughleys, uh,
0: um, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air,
1: Fresh Prince. uh, What's his name? The Steve Harvey Show. You had all these kind of shows that were just, they weren't even on black entertainment television. You didn't have to go to a specific channel to see black uh, television, quote unquote. They were just like on UPN or uh, Channel 11, depending on where you're at. And you don't really see those shows anymore. I think there's like scandal, but I don't even know. I think that's just with uh, Carrie Williams.
0: Blackish.
1: Blackish, yeah. I think that's the only one we could come up with.
0: Yeah. Do you think that it's an issue that they actually bring up that it's a black show and name it Blackish? Or.
1: Well, I don't think it is with the show because I feel like with the show, the reason why it's named Blackish is because they're trying to tackle certain stereotypes of what a black family is. I mean, back in the 90s or the Cosby show, which, you know, I don't know if we're not allowed to talk about it, but (laughs) I mean, it definitely went into the nineties and had the best like theme song ever, uh, especially that last season was killer. But, uh, usually, you know, you had shows that showed different, well, different kinds of family, different kinds of black families on television. And it was just like, you know, yeah, black families are just like every other black family. You know, you're not just like, you know, uh, this extreme version that you only see in doses on television. So I think now you don't really have that diversity on television.
0: What do you think happened? Do you think that um, just the executives are older white guys that, uh, you know, don't put money towards it? Or do you think that they're not being pitched the ideas from, you know, comedians? Because it was mostly comedians then that... Um,
1: the Parkers.
0: There we go. Yeah.
1: Mo- Monisha. Wait, wait, wait.
0: Monisha? Moesha. Moesha.
1: There we go. Monisha is probably some girl I had a crush on <laughs> in fifth grade or something. But, uh, yeah... Um, I don't think it's a matter of you know uh shows are being pitched because i i can't I don't think we live in a world where there isn't someone trying to pitch a black show um uh I don't know if I know enough about the game really to say what I think could be the problem, but you know I definitely think there's a problem if there's not like if there's only one show on television that we can think of that you know is about a black family
0: all right let's so let's move on to number eight, which is nineties music oh. So- <gasps> so what do we mean by 90s music? Because, you know, there was rap then, there was reggae, and we have that today. But I'm talking about, it was dance music. You didn't have to go to a club to enjoy some dance music. No, you did not. And then they had the very quirky boy bands that uh, didn't mind going out there, and um, they were wearing their overalls. You and- had
1: full-time boy bands in the 90s, not like... Nowadays, you got, I guess, the closest thing we got was, like, what, One Direction. But, you know, I heard of One Direction. I'm like, okay, boy band. But, like, they didn't, like, boy bands in the 90s, they, like, they danced, They sang together. You know, uh, even when one person was on another song, it was the whole group. It was, like, a whole package. So, like, I, I call them full-time boy
0: bands. And then you had, like, the Spice Girls Black and TLC. um, do you feel embarrassed now? Maybe listening to the '90s music in your car. My wife turns down the music every time I put on Labouche or something like that, and I'm bobbing my head. Sweet dreams. <laughs> it's I don't. I'm not embarrassed by it, but she thinks that hey, dance music belongs in a dance club, and I can't rock out or you know get motivated by this music on this drive to work, or even going grocery shopping. And I'm putting it up at the, the highest channel, 45, <laughs> as loud as I can. Turn it
1: up. No, I mean, I listen to 90s music or music that's not of now almost every day on my way to work or in general. Um, you like what you like. And, um, and I mean, there's still people probably in their 40s right now that are listening to a bunch of like 70s music or whatever. And like, I guess when we were
0: younger, we thought they were kind of lame for like listening to disco and did but, you really because uh you know my mother listened to a lot of 70s and 80s music and i was i was jamming out along with her when i was a kid just in, enjoying the music for what it was and not one of those kids that was like ah that's old ma i don't want to don't want to hear that no i think
1: well i think there's a certain like four songs that were like integrated into me and i don't know if it was just because you know i have a black family but it's, you know just like before i let go and you know uh all those kind of like soulful 70s songs, you just you couldn't avoid them. They're just like in your DNA. But I think once I got older, it's more of when I was like, you know what? I really like these kind of songs from the 90s. I really like these songs from the 80s. And I'm just going to listen to them all the time because that's what makes me
0: happy. I, I am getting older now, though. I, I don't enjoy a lot of the music that comes out now. I think I'm getting a little old. I do enjoy certain things, but I don't like the whole music scene um, as a total as I used to when I was younger.
1: I feel like uh, now in the days, music uh, is really starting to show the strings behind uh, the machine a little bit more than it did in the 90s. Not to say um, that everything that came out in the 90s was, you know, pure gold because we all look at things from the past through rose-colored uh, lenses. But um, just, I mean, um, there's sometimes I listen to songs that are, like, really popular now, and it just seems like, it really seems like I could, like, write that song, like on an elevator to like the 25th floor of a building and just have like a really good producer behind it. And it's like, that's a number one song. And granted you could probably find in songs in the nineties, but I think it's more, those songs are really what's popular now more than it was before.
0: Number seven, Nickelodeon studios at universal studios, Florida. Florida. (laughs) So you know what? I'm a very, uh, big fan of universal studios in Florida. And I used to live in Florida and when I visited Universal Studios, that was the first place I'd run to as I'd go there and they would bring you on a tour and they'd show you shows being filmed. So I was watching like Double Dare being filmed Then I was watching um, a lot of stuff with the studio audience and then they'd bring you to these bleachers somewhere in the front of the studios, and they would do something like a, uh, it was like a mini Double Dare type of thing, where you sat in like a kiddie pool, and they slimed you, and you played these games, and I think it was like auditions for some of the hosts in the front of the studios, and I, I, I loved it, and even as an adult, I still wanted to go there, and I wanted to, you know, see it happen in action, they would never choose me, because I was, you know, by the time I was driving there myself, I was like 16 years old, but They've closed Nickelodeon studios and now it's the blue Blue man Man group Group. and nothing against the blue man group, but I don't know. It's, it's, I think kids are missing out on something that's in the park that was for them. And I, I was talking with you earlier and you said when they got rid of Nickelodeon studios, they got rid of kids game shows.
1: Yeah. Like, um, granted, you know, I don't spend all day like, you know, just flipping through channels, but it's like nowadays I think we've, they've kind of replaced that kind of like Um, they're just taking that kind of thing off the table completely. And I feel like they've kind of replaced it with, like, more TV shows for kids, mostly trying to become musicians or something. But that's neither here nor there. But you never hear about, like, Legends of the Hidden Temple now. And I imagine maybe it's because, like, you know, with these these kids, the generation now, they're like, well, we don't want to put a kid, you know, in the... Uh, the temple, because if they you know they trip and they break their ankle, that you know. <laughs> you think that's really what it is? Is that all no, these no.
0: lawsuits and stuff like that? I would hope not, but you never know. Oh, they're making a Legends of the Hidden Temple movie now. Oh
1: man! Every time someone says it, I get a little bit more excited about it. I'm such a nerd.
0: So, uh, um, did you see the video where? Um, the host was walking into the set. They didn't show the actual set, but he was like, "Wow, this really is Legends yeah. of the <laughs> Temple of 2016."
1: It's it's gonna be a it's gonna be a treat.
0: And that's kind of a little yeah. bit of a spoiler too. Is that he was you know a, a game show host holding a microphone walking into the studio. So I guess the TV show will be involved with it, the actual game show, and not just an origin story or something like that. Or maybe it's an origin story that leads into the game show. Well,
1: yeah. Um, I just think it'd be kind of cool just to see, um, you know, just have like guts on TV. I remember just seeing guts and just went to, you know, climb the aggro crag or whatever. And I don't think that's on TV. Murray.
0: We went to a Brooklyn cyclones game and there was the piece of the aggro crag that we yes. got at the game. And I just looked it up on eBay. Not too long ago. It was selling for like $80 for this small little wooden aggro yeah. crag. If people are willing to pay money for it. I'd love to have a piece of that glowing rock that the the kids won back in the day.
1: One of the winners, actually, um, uh, I forgot what her name was, but um, she was actually selling the agrocrack that she won off the show on eBay. I saw it, and I'm like, I'm going to try to get it. And then I saw how much money people were willing to pay, thousands of dollars, and I was like, you know what? It was, <laughs> it was a good idea at the time,
0: but... That would be an excellent show nowadays. And then... What the uh, Nick Arcade? Uh, yes. Just think about the video games that they can play now. I know he was tra- uh Phil was trying to get um, another show off the ground with the creator that yeah. they were trying to do something like that. But um, I guess there wasn't enough um, content to show investors yet to where they can pitch it, and it didn't take off. But that I mean, video games nowadays are are huge.
1: Yeah, it's way too big of a market. I can't see. It's too big of a market for them to completely abandon the idea of doing something with the younger generation of video games.
0: Yeah, the, the Xbox One. I mean, just imagine the sponsorships. They would just provide, you know, stuff for these people. Or yeah. they got the Oculus Rift now where you're wearing goggles. And <laughs> I'm going to the Liberty Science Center in Jersey City and I'm playing virtual basketball.
1: If we can do like a uh, 7.5, I would want to bring back actual arcades like in actual like
0: an arcade. Yeah, here, here's the thing. I go to Chuck E. Cheese <sighs> and I am so embarrassed because I'm the only adult there with no kid. It's weird. <laughs> it is weird. So, it's I have to go there with a nephew or I have to go there with my cousin who has uh, his kid. You
1: got to run a kid. Yeah.
0: Well, hold on. Let's, <laughs> do, let's, let's let's not go there. Let's not go there, son. Let's let's move on to number 6 after that. Uh, so number six, 90s fashion, neon clothing, oh. uh, neon shoelaces, and uh, sweatbands, those stuff st- like that. Those
1: starter jackets you used to put over your, the, the whole
0: thing? I love my starter jacket. I was a huge New York Knicks fan. I was a huge basketball fan until the Knicks lost their third championship game, and I gave up basketball <laughs> after that.
1: Seeing them lose the big one three times a they'll do it for you.
0: Um, now, this seems to be coming back, though. Um, yeah. Slowly, I have some neon Fruit of Loom shirts I got in my uh, closet over there.
1: Well, you know the hypey stuff definitely brought snapbacks back.
0: So. Yeah. Okay. We got the snapbacks. Um, what else? What else is coming back? Um,
1: um they, I know we were talking about those light up sneakers. Um, yeah. Yeah. They, I used to get in trouble for her. my mom would be like, "Stop stomping up and down." I'm like, "Sorry, mom. Got these new kicks. Mom, want to try them out?"
0: Have you been to the Liberty Science Center?
1: I what, have, as a kid. Oh yes, and we would go through that like the blind. Is it the, is it the blind
0: tunnel? Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. I didn't
1: want to call it the blind tunnel because I don't know if that's the name. It's like the blackout
0: it. tunnel where you don't, there's no lights or anything in there. And you know what? Everyone was following me because I had the light up the, shoes. Hey, you just. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, you know, what was also embarrassing is I was always, always the smallest person um, in the class and they have this thing where you stand between these two poles and it tells you how tall you are. Oh and as God. soon as I got in there, they're like, "Yo, you're two foot nothing. And everyone just starts laughing. Yeah. <laughs> Pelt him with garbage. Um, but yeah, 90s fashion was uh, kind of, I don't care. You know, this is me. Uh, I'm not worried about what anybody else has to say. Yeah,
1: very loud. Uh Definitely, I would say it's definitely the older brother of uh, the fashions you would see uh, kind of going around now. I think it was a lot more colorful back in the day, though.
0: Yeah, you think yeah. that people are more concerned about uh, brands and um, what they're wearing nowadays because back then it was just, you you wore whatever, you know? Not until I got a little bit older was people checking your tags on your shirt. <laughs> oh, let's see if he's got a fake Nike shirt, you know? That ain't real Tommy Hilfiger. Who of those? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, people are more concerned about fashion and, and brand names nowadays. I think.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, you see it come back in like uh, in like little hints or nods to the fashion, uh, but it'd be it'd be nice to see it come back like full time.
0: So before we get to number five, I just want to remind you to rate, comment, and subscribe. Hey, guess what? It's free. Just go ahead and do that. Um, it's going to help us out. It's going to help us out with iTunes and the, the algorithm that they have there. And remember, we're part of the Retro Junkies podcast network. So go ahead and check that out at theretrojunkies.com. Check out our website, jagati.com. Check out our YouTube, youtube.com slash jagatient. That's short for entertainment if you didn't know. Oh, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of town. Uh, find us on Facebook, Jagatti Entertainment. And we're also on Twitter at Jagatti ENT and Instagram with the same tag. It's Jagati ENT. That stands for entertainment. That stands for entertainment. So we're number five. Five. Music television that actually had music on it. And I'm yes. not talking about the background music in a television show. I'm talking about music videos or music-related content. Total Request Live. TRL, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you in on something. I was a horrible kid, I'll tell you that. Not that bad, not that bad. I don't mean like I was, you know, beat people up tr- or anything like that. He's got a track record. Once I reached uh, high school, I was living in New York City, and they instead of going on a bus like the yellow bus, they gave you a New York City bus pass. So I would take the bus pass, but I wouldn't go to school. I would go to the city. I'd go to Manhattan. <laughs> I was like 12, 13 years old going to Manhattan by myself because I wanted to stand outside of TRL and just like wave my hands and like oh you didn't see me on TV this is awesome and I just wait till I got home and I recorded on my VCR and watch <laughs> myself back and you just see this speck and like that was me I recognize that shirt <laughs> TRL was the ish at the time That is crazy Did you ever go to one of the TRL tapings or no
1: Uh no nah. uh from where we lived in the city, I, there's no way I would have been able to slyly kind of, like, you know, just hop a hour train to the city and, like, stand in uh, in the crowd and everything. Yeah. Um, but I also love how you recorded it on your VCR, not your DVR. <laughs> yeah, uh, on
0: my VCR, I would time it. You just have to
1: get the VHS tapes from uh, the store and, you know... <laughs> record um i used to watch it all the time and it always be like the same five videos that are number one but it's like yo we can't can't wait to see what's number one I hope it's lump biscuit so
0: uh, oh i remember requesting uh ball with the ball by kid rock yes was, they finally asked me and i was like yeah ball with the ball by kid rock yeah and i didn't even like care about it at the <laughs> time i was just like what care. do they want to hear what what's uh cool right now i want to be on tv
1: yeah i mean tiara really um LFL 90s uh, uh, music television has become TRL but it's, it really did make the careers of a lot of big uh, pop stars um, I remember hearing about them trying to in the in MTV UK their own version of TRL and it just didn't really work with uh, UK artists for whatever reasons but uh, you know from for a while it was like you know music videos and then like from like it was like TRL usually most of the shows had to do something to, it had something to do with like uh, musicians, so it'd be like making the video where you get to see this artist make their music video, or... You Beavis know, and
0: Butthead even had music videos as they're changing through the channels. Yeah,
1: they do the, what was it, the uh, Mystery Science uh, Theater, Mystery Mystery Theater 9000, theater, the, the Theater of Thousands in Mystery, where they would just sit there and they would heckle the video the entire time, which is...
0: Mystery Science Theater. Oh, because you're saying Beavis and Butthead stole that or or copied it. You're saying that they are, they riffed it? That's what it is, as a yeah, riff. Yeah,
1: I don't know, which I think they didn't do it first.
0: Mr. Science Theater did it first. Yeah, so it.
1: yeah, they would just do that with music videos, and I thought that would be just awesome just to sit there and listen to it.
0: Yeah, a lot of stuff was music-related. Even if it wasn't just a full music program, it was music-related. And uh, a lot of that, now it's all on YouTube. It's Vivo. On YouTube.
1: Yeah, actually, uh my uh roommate owns the full season the full series of Daria. He let me borrow it and I'm watching it and like within the third episode I realized they'd taken all the music out that they had from the uh, T V show because they couldn't do the licensing and they changed it with like studio music and he was like, Oh they really did that? I'm like, Yeah so like even like the show like shows like Daria that didn't really have anything to do with music, like you said, it would still have like kind of like popular music in there and it was almost a part
0: of the show. So. Yeah, Daria was like, um, freaks and geeks before freaks and geeks. Oh, so. That show is so good, <laughs> even though
1: late twenties, it's still good.
0: All right, so we're off the number four, number four, which is fads. fads, fads, and we're not talking about stuff that sticks around for a while. We're talking about the stuff that lasted maybe a few months,
1: and hey, you thought it would last forever.
0: Yeah, so the first one I can think of is Pogs.
1: Uh, I played a. I paid, all right, I got to come clean with this. Uh, for anyone that went to my elementary school, I played a significant hand in getting Pogs banned from our school Uh-oh. because I was a Pog shark in recess, <laughs> <laughs> and I would have, like, shoe boxes of Pogs that I went off of people, and their parents had to buy more Pogs, and I don't know what it is. I don't think I'll ever be good at anything else than Pogs I haven't played in years, so maybe you could win your pogs back for me but yeah it they once they figured out it was a form of gambling they're like we're we're getting them you are getting
0: them what, what was your favorite slammer did you have the solid metal slammer or did you have the one that looks like the hourglass where you throw it down I had the solid metal one yeah that's the one i liked is, yeah. did you actually throw it down or did you hold it and then like hit I, it i held
1: it i think are you supposed to throw it?
0: listen I, I have no idea what the rules are you know it was just it was uh, every man for himself <laughs> out on the playground at school <laughs> i had tubes of this stuff man i got so mad my my sister threw. I had two hundred pogs in this blue tube, and my sister threw it out the window. And we lived on a, a three-story apartment. And it's, by the time I got down there, someone already stole my pogs, and I was just done with it after that. And then after that, pogs was gone anyway. So, yeah, so. who really cares after that? I um, know another one is uh, yo-yos. Yeah, yo-yos.
1: I remember had a light up one, and it was just like for like maybe it was like a week or two. They were really popular in my elementary school.
0: Yeah, um, for in my school it was all about the brain. It, did your yo yo have the brain? Yeah. Did you have the two brains or <laughs> did you have the four brains in there? I
1: think I only got up to two, and I was just like, "Yeah, I got two. Mine has four. Well, great. Yeah. All right.
0: Who can do the tricks? The only two tricks I can do is walk the dog, and I can do the cradle, and that was that was the only two I can do.
1: I think I could walk the dog, and after that, I was just you know I was just I was completely amused at the fact that I could yo yo, and it would come back like, oh, it's down, it's coming back up. Going down is coming back up It was very simple Easy to please
0: They also had the Tamagotchi We had to clean up the poop And Ooh, make sure that they. Mine died off. all the
1: time It would just die Because like It's like I can't You know this is before Kids were texting in class Like I can't I can't Be a parent to my Tamagotchi In class So it's gonna die
0: I think that led to games Like um, Harvest Moon And it led to Something like Animal Crossing To yeah. where You know Your daily life You go through stuff like that So I think it's just More in debt now um then we had lanyards, uh when you were making Chinese staircases oh. and cobra <laughs> twist and stuff like that. Oh man. The the keychain stuff. And then it, the big one was Beanie Babies.
1: Yeah, I think it was Beanie Babies and I guess you could even throw can you throw poke, Pokemon cards in there? Yeah, I mean
0: yeah, put yeah. Yeah, Pokemon cards. Uh,
1: the way they got you is that there was always one that was like super rare. And, like, every time you would go out, you would try to get that one. At least the card games, is like, you know, that was a holographic Charizard. is like super Charizard, rare. Charizard, yeah, And right. every time you would get a polka pack, you're just like, yeah, I really hope I get a Charizard No, A bunch of Pidgeys, great. Awesome. But, like, yeah, with the Beanie Babies, I think it was like that, that one elephant that was, like, super rare or whatever. And I saw online that, like, uh, a couple was actually getting divorced and they had to, like, separate their Beanie Baby <laughs> collection <laughs> Those things are
0: worth nothing now. Nothing. I, they are <laughs> sitting on just junk.
1: It must have sucked to be a parent in like the late 90s to be like you're not going to like this in 3 weeks. It's like, Mom, I want it." It's like you you don't really you don't know what you're talking about. Fine, I'm just going to spend the money. You you're not what,
0: going to college. You know what the problem was is that uh I think baseball cards became very um uh they became worth money at one point. And then everyone's like, oh man, we got to start collecting baseball cards and football cards or whatever we got to do. Uh-huh. But what happens is when everybody collects it, it's not worth anything yeah. unless somebody throws away a bunch of their stuff and you're the only one with it or very yeah. few people that have it. And I think that's what happened with Beanie Babies is everybody collected it. They're everywhere. They're all over the place. People can't get rid of them at their garage sales mm-hmm. or anything. So, uh, Give me
1: 20 bucks and I'll give you all 3,000 Beanie Babies that mm-hmm. I have.
0: And... Number three is playing outside. This is a big one. I, I mean, I, I grew up, okay, so I grew up in Staten Island. I grew up in New York City, and like, that's all we did was play outside when we had the chance. Now, let, let, me, let me preface, preface it to, with this is that we played video games and stuff like that, but the time we played video games was at night, or we played it when it was raining outside. Uh, you know, anytime we couldn't get outside, that's when we played the video games. Yeah. Every other time we were outside playing basketball, playing football, doing backyard wrestling, doing all that stuff. And now I go to Staten Island and I see nobody in the streets. Absolutely nobody. This one, I'm sorry, I'm getting a little angry. I need no, to no, calm no. down. You're, need you have the right down. to be upset. Need to get calm passionate
1: down. about it. You know, you don't see, like, you know, kids outside jumping rope anymore. They're, you know, they're Snapchatting something or uh we just we sound like just like the two old guys from the muppets you know what
0: listen snapchatting's fine hey like us on facebook follow us on twitter go check our youtube videos that is nothing wrong with that (laughs) nothing wrong with that but your picture shouldn't be selfies they should be with you and your friends enjoying your time as kids that's what it should be you know if you want to take a picture and share with everybody after that go ahead but do not be one of these people locked up in your house stop playing xbox on you know what Play Xbox Online, like I said. You keep play it, keep it, you know, to a, a minimum. Don't let it overtake your life, you know.
1: Yeah, you don't want to like miss out on like you don't you. The older that the kids get now, they're going to realize that they're not going to have a lot of time to actually go outside and play without it being weird. So you, you're going to want to take advantage of that time. Like, I can't just, like, go outside and be like, hey, knock on my neighbor's door. Hey, you want to play uh, a, a game of, like, dodgeball? It's like, dude, I'm 32. What are you talking about, dodgeball? Go <laughs> off by his steps or something.
0: Knocking on doors. That's the first thing I did. After school, I did my homework, and I went out and knocked on my buddy's door. Uh, you Can know, he did he
1: come it. out and play. He's not doing his homework yet. All right. Five minutes later. Is he
0: done now? Stop! Stop ringing my doorbell. Sorry, Mister. I, I sent you a Facebook uh, message request. You said <laughs> you didn't answer. I saw you read it though. <laughs> well, Why'd you read it if you were gonna respond to it? I right know. Uh, okay, let me calm down a little bit. So right, let's go to number sweating. two before I go nuts here. Number two is blockbuster and movie rentals. Yes,
1: and I'm very passionate about this one. It's my turn to get upset about something. <laughs> um Back in the day, the best thing about Fridays is that my mom would take me to Blockbuster. She's like, you get two movies. So I'm like, cool. So you get in the you get into Blockbuster and you realize that there's literally like hundreds of movies. And picking two that you want to take home is like, you know, it's, it's like the hardest decision you, you have to make at the age of nine. So like you go in there and like even with the smaller ones, not even blockbuster, but like the smaller kind of like movie rental places, there'll be like a person you could talk to like, Oh, that's Chet. You know, he's more of a, he likes more like rom-coms. He's more my kind of guy. So you could talk with Chet and Chet would be like, yeah, well, you know, this movie came out, you know, uh, he would play the internet for you. And he'd be like, yeah, so um, I would recommend this one. Or um, there would be like uh, shelves and it'd be like, you know, John's picks of the week or Willis's picks of the weeks. If, these places were still in business this would totally be like my job right now because that's all I basically do is watch movies because of this reason but now we have Netflix and that's that
0: well, you know what? I see people doing that at GameStop. They go to GameStop. Listen, I hate GameStop. They attack me like, "Oh, you want? You gotta reserve eighteen games before you leave, and you gotta, you know, like buy this and attach that to it, and Each, and buy like, the power up magazine for fifty dollars, and you're gonna you save ten percent." They just kind of like, "No, no
1: you can't leave. Listen, you're not leaving." So just listen to me and get some magazine subscriptions.
0: But the reason that people still go to GameStop is because you can talk to them about video Video games. games. Because I worked at GameStop for a little bit, you know, just to get the discounts and stuff like that. And we got to bring home the games for free and play them. And we bring them back and they're sold as used after we went home and played with it. I got free video games for as long as I wanted. So these people knew about all the games because they got to try them all out. And that's what Blockbuster was. Like you said, you know, you go there and you get to talk to them about the movies. And maybe there's a movie that you really didn't want to watch because it wasn't promoted very well. But so-and-so at Blockbuster got to watch it for free. So he's like, you know what? I know you never heard of it, but check this out.
1: Yeah. uh, I think uh, people nowadays, um, I think it's led to the decay of uh, society. But, you know, be kind and you rewind the tape after you're done with (laughs) it. And with the age of DVDs and everything, I think I'm the only person that collects VHSs at this point. No one, you know, you'll never know the dissatisfaction of putting a Harry Potter like VHS in the in the uh, in the um, VCR and then like pressing play, and it's like red right scene where Snape kills Dumbledore. He's like,
0: no, that's the whole movie. My life is ruined. Uh, and let's let's not kid ourselves either, because Redbox. Come on, we don't return those on time either. We're still getting yeah. charged for it. They're like, oh, it's convenience at Walmart. Still, I'm not going to Walmart like today. I'll go there next week. And I'll be in charge like a dollar a day. So if you think it's convenience fees or convenience, let's not use that excuse because I ain't, I ain't returning that stuff. And Netflix, that stuff's like years old. So yeah, even though I enjoy Netflix, they're really getting original with some of that stuff. But um, if you're talking about movie rentals, though, it, it it's older stuff. Yeah. Let's move on to number, number one. one. So this one we both agreed on. This one, when we were talking to each other, we said this was on the top of our list. This is Saturday Morning Cartoons. What else did you expect? It had to be Saturday Morning Cartoons. I know you were all thinking of it. Um, So there's no Saturday Morning Cartoons now. What do kids do on Saturday morning? Are they just jumping on Facebook? or Are they going on Twitter? I mean, yeah, <laughs> is it
1: YouTube? I feel like if you don't give them the option of like, something they can do watch on tv which is i think it's funny because back in the day our, our parents used to like get on us like you're watching too much tv or whatever now it's like you're on social network too much you're on the internet too much it was like i would rather you watch tv so it's like which which grade are you getting mom the higher or the low
0: yeah, i mean so. but, but it was saturday morning it was what from 8 to 10 11 something like that and then maybe wrestling came on after that if you were a wrestling fan yeah and, um, you know, it just, you sat there in your underwear, maybe not in your underwear, whatever, and you're eating your bowl of Frankenberry or your uh, Captain Crunch. Cookie Crisp. And, and D-
1: cookie the original Crispin. one. <laughs> I don't know what this new one is. It's not my Cookie Crisp.
0: And you're just watching cartoons as you're getting ready for the day. Maybe you're cleaning up your room because your mom told you while the cartoons are on. Maybe you're... Uh, you know, doing your weekend homework, you know, you're doing something while th- this entertainment is on. Oh, no, I saved that for Sunday. Oh, uh, you <laughs> saved it at the last minute. Oh, your current events for the weekend. Oh, uh, uh, oh what's on the news? Come uh, 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 uh. on, I need a newspaper. I need to clip out this article. I'm giving newspaper, Bob. Who, what, when, where, why, how? No, I don't know. Saturday Boys always
1: had like the best cartoons, so you had like t- Ninja Turtles, Animaniacs, uh,
0: i mean gi joe i remember a where's waldo cartoon Oof, yeah um i mean it was on fox it was on abc and then it was on uh abc again as one saturday morning though yeah and that was with recess pepper Ann. and disney's Doug. and i think that was like once that ended it, everything kind of started slowly dying off after that yeah because i remember fox um as I was a little bit older, had the Fox Box, I think it was, and it had like Sonic the Hedgehog anime style with Yu Gi Oh. Yeah, like
1: Fox. Uh, I mean, I don't know what everyone's prefer, pref, personal, preferage, preferage, personal preference, preference, personal preference, preference farm remembers what their personal preference. Bam is but uh i always thought that fox was like uh the, i felt like there was always, always number one and like uh i don't know if what your channel 11 is with the animaniacs but they were like a, a really close second but it's between the two it's just like ah these two cartoons i really like are on at the same time i don't know what to do but
0: what do you think killed saturday morning cartoons um i feel like
1: they would only really stop the block if kids weren't really watching it and i think that's um you know, the the beginning of you know kind of the, uh cyber age with the internet and everything like that
0: you think kids are waking up and just checking their facebook right away seeing how many likes they got in their picture they posted last week and
1: probably because there's a bunch of 30 year olds that do the same thing so i don't don't see why why it would just be a bunch of like five year olds or whatever i know my niece is like i'm gonna get in trouble for this she's like six years old or whatever and like she's right at that age where she should really be into like cartoons and everything but i've only ever heard of her talking about like playing games on like her tablet or something i'm like You might want to, you know, kind of get her out of that habit right now. But it's like, uh, I don't want to tell you how to raise your kid, but...
0: Does she have a phone? Yes. You know what? I don't want to get off this topic, but yeah. uh, Phones for kids. I don't think I'd get my kid a phone until they were a certain age. It would be some kind of Android game player or something like that. But I think kids should have like a Nintendo. Give them like a DS or the 2DS or whatever. That's the stuff that they should play in with. I don't think they should be on the Internet when they're six years old. There's a lot of stuff out there that.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you if you're that kind of parent that I guess you're that afraid that something's going to really happen to your kid, even though you probably went to school without a cell phone and were probably fine. I I just get them like the cheapest. Like, this is something you call me to get into contact with me. They don't need like iPhones or something like that. That yeah, seems like excessive. But what,
0: what was it? The Firefly phone where you can only dial five numbers pre-programmed into the phone? <laughs> <I> think, <yeah. laughs> that's all, that's, bring that back for those kids. Uh, yeah. So before we go, remember, please bring back Saturday morning cartoons. It's something that uh, I want my kids. To, I don't have any kids yet. I don't have any kids yet. But I don't have I any want, kids either. I want my kids to have Saturday morning cartoons. If not, guess what? I'm going to have to torrent them. Hold on. No. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> uh, legally buy them on DVD and then play cartoons for them on Saturday morning so they get that experience. Spend his heart on me on it. Hey, and thanks for tuning in to this episode. We'll see you next month, the first Sunday of each month. The first Sunday. Remember, Jagatti.com, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, like, comment, and subscribe. Guess what? It is free. Thanks for tuning in, and we will see you next time. The Jagatti Podcast Experience is brought to you by Jagati Entertainment. Send us a tweet and follow us on Instagram at e n t. or visit us online at www.jagatti.com.